What is going on? You are listening and watching Tags Live, aka Talk About Gay Sex, the live edition here every Wednesday night on this hump day. This is episode 368, and I am your host, Steve V, alongside Cody Maurice Dorgett. How you doing, Cody? Hello, darling. You look so lovely today. The light is shining. You look so sexual. And we match in green today. Hey, we do. It's so funny. I'm I'm on Pacific time in LA. Mm -hmm. You're on East Coast time. Yep. And I'm enjoying it's so funny. I normally have like a lot more lights set up, and I've got this uh-huh. teeny little clamp light that is above my laptop and it seems to be doing a great job so i'm like not oh mad you look it. great yeah oh. it's the, it's that la and it's doing you real good it's the la sun it's still daylight i'm enjoying it uh last about last night cyber oh. socket awards was held last night here in west hollywood california and we uh, oh my gosh i had so much fun we were tags podcast nominated for best sex podcast and didn't win boohoo but you know i have to say i had that moment uh first of all going there i was getting a little nervous because Mm -hmm. when i got there they told me okay so you're gonna go in uh take a picture and on the step and repeat which was really fun at heart bar which is uh brand new used to be the old rage here in west hollywood yep. did that did the picture which i could handle then you had to stand and wait to be interviewed by mr pam and this other great guy i can't remember his name but he was really okay. awesome and i was like should i do that but i'm like no i should of course so much should. fun we yeah, yeah i love i'm a big fan of mr pam anyway director of many gay porn films and there's a great short documentary if you ever get a chance to see it about her. Okay. Really cool talking to her. And she said, Oh, the inclusion of podcasts is really great. And I said, I know, I yeah. love that. She says, I want to be on your show. And so we I'm gonna reach out to her and take her up on that offer. I would, would love to. I can't wait. I wish I could have been there this year, but next year, when we get nominated and win, I'm going to be there. Next year, let's let's go. Yes. yes. I made a lot of connections while I was there, took pictures with one of my favorite porn actors, Chirac, okay. who, Ooh. you know, these guys, everybody, I have to say, was so nice at the award ceremony. There's a pre- party i i decided once i did the interview and i took the picture we got a cocktail Mm -hmm. then i relaxed and i'm like okay i'm just gonna have fun whichever however this turns out well i went up to d'angelo jackson who (gasps) has been on our show before yes so hot great he's so hot there's a picture on at tags podcast on instagram check it out super sweet chirac i uh, like in love with Una all the way <laughs> and his porn his porn he has i was re-watching it just to remind myself of his porn he mm-hmm. does a really interesting combo of of topping guys by either grabbing them and almost like manhandling them to making out with them as he's pounding them and 
I've just always been so hot and bothered by him. He could not have been the more nice, the nicest guy I met all night. And Aww. I like, you know, when they say there's a persona that you put out there, it was, he was so nice and gracious and took a picture with me. And I asked him if he would be on the show as an upcoming guest. He said, absolutely. And got my Twitter handler and I am making that one happen for yes, sure. Please. Uh, you and I will inter- be so, so jealous when I interview him. So <laughs> okay, make it happen. Yes. <laughs> Other people in the house were the, um, Cade Maddox. Cade Maddox oh, seemed to win to so many too. <laughs> yeah, I didn't talk to him, but he was with his boyfriend and had a sequined suit on that fit him to perfection. I love seeing porn stars all decked out in their choice of what it means to go to a red carpet. Uh-huh. And everybody has their own unique style. His was fitted suit. It was like runway material. He won so many awards. He beat out Chirac in uh, best performer of the year okay which it was a little sad but he my friend had a huge crush on him and was Ooh. yeah he also Thanks. was nominated with best duo performance but with luke strong i think his name is luke trong sorry strong. luke trong yeah. they luke, i met luke in person he was like such a jokester he was so funny and silly but i took a picture with him too he was great we had such a great time listener to tags podcast and guest on our show teddy alexis hung out with me throughout the night he's watching us now live love it Yeah, yeah so happy for the support there um i just have to say it was so much fun i you know and it didn't even matter in the end of course i wanted we wanted to win who didn't want to win but i just think i met so many contacts there and it was really great to you know it was really great to be nominated and i'm yeah. just happy that we're in the mix of all that so yeah really great and i wanted to show you a couple in the gift bag i was going to show you we got this really mm-hmm. cool hat which is really cool with the logo on it. But they, an anal ease vibrating alpha plug number three, which party favors. I love that. I need one of those. I'm really excited to in the, in the gift bag and some really great lube that we got really happy with all the products we got and stuff like that. Such a good time. I'm just really happy I went. And yeah. That's so amazing. Sounds like yeah. you won. Sounds like we won, even though we didn't we didn't win, quote unquote. Because like RuPaul said, the losing is the new winning. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Well, we are live. It's Wednesday night. I see some great faces. Jen, hello to you. Great to see you. Hi, Blake. Awesome. We've got to get into hot topics. So we there's a video floating around of a Florida graduate who graduated from high school. Don't say gay bill. But Xander Moritz, the gay Florida class president, was barred from saying gay in his graduation speech, got around the prohibition in a clever fashion. So he has long curly hair. If you haven't seen it, there's a great Robin Roberts interview. You got to look it up. Blake, I know you put it on our Discord channel. And he essentially was told by the class 
or excuse me, the principal do not bring up because he, Xander is involved in a lawsuit against Florida's don't say gay bill. And he oh, said, wow. do not mention that. Do not talk about sexual orientation, gender identity in your speech. M mind you, he came out as a sophomore to one of his teachers so before the don't say gay bill, he found such a clever way to get around it by using the word I'm coming out with curly hair. <laughs> and the, I know you saw the, the video, Cody, but when he yes. said, I've tried to straighten my hair several times with no with it not working at all. And like a lot of kids that have curly hair in next generations to come. They're going to try and straighten their hair too. Yeah. And it's what's going to happen. It's going to go back to the way it wants to be, which is curly. He, that's right. so brilliant. What were your thoughts when you saw that? It was just so clever. And I love the ingenuity that he exposed, uh, that he expressed during his speech. I have to say, this gives me so much hope for the future and really so much disdain for where we are right now. Because this young man should not have had to go to the lengths that he went to in order to give a graduation speech that affirms him. You know what I'm saying? We all know the valedictorian, it's because they got straight A's. They uh -huh. have been in, you know, he was a class president, they're on debates. You know, they do a lot and they don't just get it willy nilly, they get it because they deserve it. And so part of them giving the speech is telling their story. How can you not tell your story for him coming out and in sophomore year change shifted and changed the man mm -hmm. that he is becoming that mm -hmm. has to be included in his speech and yeah. you know there was a lawyer on the robert roberts interview that's uh, representing him uh as they challenged the don't gay, say gay bill and she was saying the way the law and the bill is written it's so loose and up for interpretation and they purposely which I agree with her, wrote it that way so that everybody can interpret it in different ways. And it's everybody's always going to be wondering, can I say this? Can I not say that? Can I even say that I'm gay? It, no one's talking about what sex like we do are having in a valedictorian speech or when you're talking in classrooms. But you want to know that you can say, I have two gay moms. I have two gay dads. Yeah. Or I am bisexual you can't do that in the current law. Yeah, and it's just as important as you saying, oh, I have curly hair. You know what I'm saying? It's a part of who you are. So I think that that is super important. I'm so glad that he did what he did and kind of went around it in a roundabout way. And who's the, he also mentioned in his speech that be, because of the support that he got from his community, that is what helped him become 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 the person that who he is. And to, and to your point, like who is who who's to say who this be in the future if not for that love and support that these kids that are coming up are not going to have. I just went to a graduation in Georgia, and one of the speakers, uh, I believe she was the valedictorian. I'm not entirely sure. She gave a speech, and in her speech, she utilized her gender pronouns. And I thought that that was amazing. And that's the type of affirmation and self-identifying openness that we need to see in schools because it's it only benefits the kids because the more people are exposed to things that are different than them, in my opinion, the more accepting that they become, hopefully.
Absolutely. It's just, if this is your story, you need to tell that story in a speech and, and inspire others. The, the way things are going right now, we are not allowed to, it's, we're going backwards in this country. In my mind, oh, we yeah. were talking about it offline that we're just going in the wrong direction and have oh, been sure. along the same lines though, parents are mixed on don't say gay laws according to a new poll americans overwhelmingly support the inclusion of sex education in k-12 through classrooms but they're more divided when it comes to the discussion of lgbtq plus history and wow. sexual and gender identity that's really shocking that a lot of parents i mean no one's yeah. talking uh, once again about sex and mm -hmm. the types of sex people are going to have it's just talking about our history so we want to wipe out you and i were talking offline you want to wipe out any um, talk of race identity and slavery yeah now you want to wipe out any talk of our lgbtq plus history i would have loved to have that when i was growing up and learn about harvey milk where I grew up in the Bay Area, who was a San Franciscan politician, mm -hmm. yeah. as we all know the movie now, that he was one of the first openly gay politicians in San Francisco here and made major changes for our community. How is that not important to education as well as, I mean, we could go on and on about- Oh man, we could talk all day about you know, this. Yeah, yeah, right. Stonewall. <laughs> Mattachine society, which happened even before that. And I mean, we could go on and on. That is yeah. so important. Wouldn't you have loved to learn that when you were growing up in school? Oh, for sure. 100%. And I think that it's what really sticks out to me is that they are the parents in Florida are willing to let the school system teach their kids about sex, which, in my opinion, honestly, is what the parents should be teaching. Right. At, and not about actual history that happened in the world. I think that these statistics basically, they like kind of tell me that Florida parents are more likely to want their kids to be like teen parents or even then more so than, than gay. It really, really is alarming to me. Right. But we all know that June is Pride Month coming up, but San Francisco is... Uh, the mayor and the San Francisco police are boycotting Pride due to a uniform ban. Mm -hmm. So essentially, San Francisco ha has said that they don't want the police department to participate wearing their uniforms in this year's Pride parade, essentially because of many Black queer people that feel threatened. And it's like a triggering moment to see you know, Black Lives Matter. And mm -hmm. so uh, many cities, I didn't know this, Cody, like New York are banning mm -hmm. the police completely altogether. San Francisco is actually saying, no, you can participate in March. However, you just, you can wear t-shirts that say San Francisco Police Department and maybe some logos, but not the actual police uniform. And so mm -hmm. It's kind of a compromise. I don't know if this is a good compromise in the end. We'll discuss yeah. it in a second. The mayor okay. is also not going to participate because of this. And when given the choice, San Francisco Police Department said, forget it, then we don't want to be a part of it if, if you're going to. And their point is 
that there's plenty of LGBTQ police officers mm -hmm. and you're denying you're turning us away. So I kind of hear their point. And then the other thing is the fire department is in unison with the San Francisco Police Department. And they're not oh, going to wow. participate either. Wow. Okay. I don't know how I feel about this. In one way, I get it. I know you have an opinion on this. I want to hear it in mm -hmm. a second. Yeah. I just think that I like the compromise sort of, but it's kind of like we need you, but we don't need you. Heaven forbid something goes on at the parade where we need the yeah. police. What yeah. we're going to be like, oh, no, no, now we need you. So come on and help us out after we told yeah. you. Mainly in the cities, I think that they banned police altogether. That would be kind of a major slap in the face. Like, yeah. now we need you. Please help us after we told you not to participate. What are your thoughts mm -hmm. on this? It's kind of complicated. It totally is complicated. And I think they have private security. I, I might be wrong in cities that, that where they the police are not allowed to participate. Um, but I really am of two minds on this issue. I The mind that I defer to is the mind that really wholeheartedly says that, that there is a systematic problem in the police system. And it's been proven that the police do disproportionately arrest people of color and also harass gay people, basically. So I understand where they're coming from. I see the validity in people at at pride not wanting that element at the parade so my boyfriend his his father is a police officer right so i i actually have come into come to understand a little bit more about the mindset and he really really supports his son and who am i to say that he can't be in the parade in, in support of his son that would be that feels disingenuous and it feels it, it feels wrong to me basically i don't so i'm i really am kind of split on it like i totally get it i've been harassed by the police for being a person of color but i've also been on the other side at where i've called the police i was actually in a position at my job where i was attacked while working it was maybe like a month and a half ago she's this woman is a white woman she must have thought that I was shit on her shoe, basically. She slapped me in the face. And unfortunately, I had to call the police and they took her away. So it's those police officers could have 100% been, you know, anti-Black and not done anything to the woman and just let her go. Or like they actually did, they, they took her and they locked her up. And, and now I am embroiled in a court case. So... <laughs> Yeah, I would actually prefer to see is a conversation between organizers and LGBTQ plus, like maybe have a, a town hall meeting with the police and the LGBTQ plus on Gay Pride Day earlier before the Pride Parade and have a discussion where everyone can really voice their concerns rather than just excluding them all to come completely which is so finalized and mm -hmm. really making the gap that much bigger we all know there is friction right now between communities and the police but i don't think banning them from the parade is the answer why not work do something you have we have the floor lgbtq mm -hmm. plus on gay pride day in various cities have the the floor the mic whatever you want to call it on mm -hmm. our day 
why not incorporate them early in the like in the morning before and invite everyone and address not just how they're dealing with i love that in the streets of san francisco in the streets of new york and invite everybody to voice concerns and as we continue to be threatened homophobia trans people everybody in 2022 there's more hate crimes going on there's mm-hmm. shootings going on yeah. every week why not do something to commune us versus separate us look i i agree i think that is a much better solution than just having them in the parade in plain clothes i think it's kind of a cert that is a surface solution yeah I think that the core of the issue is really about training, which police officers don't get enough training. Honestly, I can say that with 100% as far as how to deal with people. And also it really comes down to funding the communities that- Yes, James watching us live right now. Hey, James, it says it is just like here. The police are required to be there but we limit the people who are in the parade. James listens ah. to us and or watches us actually in Chicago. He also says, but this is our month, our celebration, our parade, not for the police. I support the police, but this is our time. It is not about them. What do you say though, James, though, to the idea that there are many LGBT in the police department that really want to walk in, with their uniform the like the fire department does we're we're also turning our back towards those within our community that happen to be in uniform and i don't know that i'm for that teddy says he thinks it's totally performatic why aren't the organizers putting together voluntary lgbtq ally training to the policemen. I agree with that 100%. James is saying they can walk without the uniforms. It makes a statement. We have a gay black mayor. Again, it is for LGBTQ plus people, not about the day for the police. Walk the parade is a proud person of the LGBTQ plus community. And think of Stonewall, which was another one of my points that I didn't even uh, say. <laughs> Did the police yeah. like us then? That the pride was is basically a result of us as gay people being harassed by the police. So I don't know. It's it's a very nuanced and delicate situation. We we already reported on monkey pox. Uh, oh. But it is now believed to be uh, by Spanish health authorities, the novel monkey pox virus was born, according to them, in a gay sauna near Madrid, near Gr- the Gran Canaria. Uh, Mm -hmm. After 23 cases were discovered in Spain, Madrid, regional health chief Enrique Ruiz traced it back to the sauna, which is now closed. Mm -hmm. The public health department will carry out an even more detailed analysis and to control the contagion about this transmission. When you heard that, what were your thoughts? (laughs) <laughs> I was like, why are they trying to blame us for monkeypox? That is not, it's not about no, I thought that too, right? <laughs> what is going on? That This is not, monkeypox has been around for a long time. Why are they trying to put that on us right now? 
Yes, I agree. Uh, it's a little scary, but I mean, it may be linked to that. It's just like, really, does it have to be linked to our community? No, I went on Reddit to find a, a thread going of somebody asking, are you concerned about this? And a microbiologist commented, so it's from Reddit, so take it from mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. He currently works in biosafety. He said he's not worried about monkeypox, even though there has been a little outbreak. He says it's not terribly in an infectious pathogen. Okay. You have to be in close contact with someone. Okay, well, that would be sex. <laughs> or have longer exposure to their clothes or sheets. Uh -huh. Were we talking okay. recently about people that didn't have good cleanliness and dirty <laughs> dirty pillowcases and oh, we, no, we were judging them okay flat yeah. pillow that's what we were oh. saying <laughs> so, so he says yeah, that that's these people they've got the monkey pox at their house and don't go over there <laughs> right i know i mean if you were still single would you be worried at all i I'm just, what's sad for me is I haven't really, because of my broken ankle, had sex since November. And I'm reminded by that because there's a guy here in LA that I may get together with or not. But who oh, knows? He, but he just texted me today and I said, hey, are we still getting together? And he said, can we hold off till tomorrow? I was in close contact at work with somebody that had COVID. Not no! And I'm like, no! <laughs> no! <laughs> and, but he says, I feel fine and I'm going to take a test. Little truth, last week my sister was staying with me and she got COVID and we stayed in my apartment the whole week and I never got it. Your so, you, yeah, and I'm going with that yeah. theory if he's negative yeah. tomorrow because he told me, now I'm telling you all my business, that he hasn't had sex <laughs> since November. And we oh used to my be, gosh. And we used, to be F, we used to be <laughs> F buddies. And I'm look, really looking forward to revisit. That is, that's either going to be some really hot or some really quick sex. That's all I. That's all I'm trying to say. Monkey pops will not stop the gays from partying during Pride season. It's not going to stop me. I might have to wear a full hazmat suit. I don't know. <laughs> but I think that I'm so glad that I I'm in a relationship in a monogamous relationship right now, so that I can actually not really have to worry that much about monkeypox. I'm. I'm still a little bit worried because my best friend is actually coming from LA. So I don't know if, who he's with or what he's doing. So I have to, <laughs> no, not brag. No, I'm not bragging. <laughs> um, my best friend is coming from LA and you just never know. He's staying with me. So I'm, I'm, I'm definitely wary. Dan Savage is worried about monkeypox. So I think that it is wise to actually stay safe, guys, and make sure that you are doing everything you need to do to protect yourself against monkeypox. Jin said, New Jersey's Asbury Park Pride is June 5th. Oh my gosh, Jin, me and Steve were actually just talking about going to Asbury Park Pride. I do want to talk about RuPaul's Drag Race and a former Evie Oddly who... My favorite. Topic. She's on the current <laughs> reboot right now, right? Yeah, she's on All Star 7. Okay, they're all winner season. Nobody's going home. It is amazing. So get into it. I love it. I heard that little twist of fate on the new show, which I think is kind of cool. What, um, you, what, are, what are you talking about? 
of that that no one's really going home oh um, yes oh yeah. oh spoiler alert sorry guys. oh sorry that was posted <laughs> in news so i thought everyone okay. knew that but good, anyways good, good. We got to talk about Evie because the girls are posting Dick Neck, N-E-C-K, declared drag race contestant Denali after seeing Evie post her current Twitter post. She wrote, Evie wrote, thank you to all people who have noticed how sexy I've become. After Mm -hmm. all, that's the reason I went back to drag race and it shows. Now, I love we love Evie. Do you like Evie, by the way? I love Evie. I, sidebar. Before you well, let me tell it. this quick thing. Okay, okay yeah, do ahead, the sidebar. No. Um, sidebar, in, in the most recent episode, the Snatch Game episode, uh, Evie is totally sexy. So I can't wait for you to watch it. Okay. Well, Evie posted a pic of herself in, not, like, what were they? Fishnets? And showing leggings, yeah, yeah, showing off the base of his dick, Mm -hmm. and it's caused quite a stir. The picture is really, I think, sexy, and it looks like a girthy base of his his dick. So I am not mad at it, but I have to say, I think this is really good because you and I were talking offline or earlier that drag queens do what there's it's the art form i was just in the company of amazing porn stars they're not like their creative work they also have sex lives outside of it as well and i think it's really good to give us a little thirst trap from a drag queen every once in a while to remind us that yeah they are many of them live as men outside of their drag and they want to get some d too so they're going to show some d I'm here for it. I think it's really great. I'm also here for the trend. I saw a lot of it last night at CyberSocket of this really great blend of mixing feminine with masculine in one look. So whether it's eyeliner, whether it's platform shoes and a corset... Okay, I was at the CyberSocket Awards, so (laughs) (laughs) this isn't going to the grocery store look, but you know... I th- I'm here for it. <laughs> it might be. I'm kind of, I, I love it. I think we're retraining our brains. We're retraining what it means to be sexy. And sexy can be a combination of masculine, feminine, and everything in between. What are your thoughts? I love this. And I think that, well, can we first talk about dick neck? Like, who came up with that? That is dick so, neck. It's, I think it's horrible. You like it? I think I got good dick neck. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, it's a little, I think you have to really emphasize the N in neck to understand what someone's really saying and hear neck. I don't know that it's going to be one of those things that really catches on, but it's social media. So you're reading it, it, dick neck. Why? Because it just sounds nasty. I don't know why. It doesn't sound appetizing or enticing to me. I like, like, the base of the penis or something more, something catchier. I don't know. I, I feel like we should come yeah. up with something catchier. Or brainstorm and I'll brainstorm over here and we'll come up with something better. Yeah, Blake says, thought you were saying she had a weird neck, her actual <laughs> neck. And <laughs> sometimes people have some insecurities about their necks, whether they're long, skinny, no neck. So maybe you're right. Maybe it's not a good reference point and I don't think it's going to catch on. Yeah, but as far as the gender fuckery of it all, I yeah. am here for it. I am definitely 
one to push the boundaries when it comes to what's sexy and as far as what sexuality and gender as long as as far as that is concerned i paint my nails i don't know if you saw i painted my fingernails one time yes and, i saw and, <laughs> and i can't wait to do it again in this summer I, I often paint my toenails so i can't wait to just make just blend things up and see what comes out of it and whatever i think whatever makes you feel sexy is the best thing when it yeah. comes down to it so just do you and make sure that you're you're living your most authentic life. It's always really fun to see on Drag Race who they determine to be the trade of the season. And they're really often right on with that, too. Oh, yeah. When they take the makeup <laughs> off and it's like, oh, okay now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm here for it. I'm here for some good trade of the season. And I'm, I'm leaning toward Jada Essence Hall again this year. Or, As your trade? Yeah, is my trade of the season. And I think that, uh, you know what? You were saying about drag queens in, as far as them being sexual beings, in addition to a Jinx Monsoon speaks, and she, they speak a lot about how much they hook up and how good they are in bed. And I am here for it. I love Jinx. Jinx is so amazing to me, so. Okay, yeah, <laughs> no, it's really awesome. I, I like, I'm here for uh evie posting the i don't know that we like dick neck but i'm here for her posting the shaft or the base of it whatever it is it's the shaft the the shaft that the i base, think it was, yeah yeah let's think of damn the, right the <laughs> i was gonna yeah well let's get to these other stories because this one really caught my attention of two guys were caught having sex on an office floor there's this great video of these two guys that are going for it in the UK in an office and they literally are having sex like full on fucking with one guy's dress shoes in the air. And you said, Cody, a bad sweater that he wore to work and some khakis. <laughs> these are your average office, work, office space workers that are going for it on the office floor yeah. i'm thinking rope burn rope rug burn i'm ugh. and the thing is they it was there was a window right by it and mm -hmm. all these brits are walking by most of them straight according to the story that i found are filming it and they're like oh my god even to the point where the guy that's on top with the other guy's dress shoes in the air, he pulls uh -huh. his pants off. Did you watch it, Cody? And when he pulls his it. pants off, fling out pops a hard cock yeah. of the bottom <laughs> who's ready to take it. And they're underneath the most banal white office desk that you can imagine. Yeah. My thought was, are you kidding me? Who's to say someone's not going to walk in? Have you never had sex in a stall? It can be really hot and you have those partitions which at least is you know there's no cameras allowed in bathrooms why not just take it to the bathroom stall what were your yeah. thoughts cody oh no i agree with you take it to the bathroom stall although something that just occurred to me is if you work there you know where the cameras are i know where all the cameras are in my <laughs> but do you know where the windows were because apparently the only way this got leaked was because they were doing it in front of huge windows with people going for their nightly beer at the pub and stopped to get 
all of take all in this horrible shot of khakis and dress shoes and bad yeah. sweaters. I don't know. Look, in addition to me judging their bad fashion on <laughs> on the floor, I was wondering, I was like, what would possess all of these people? Because it was at least seven people that were watching. Why do we stop on TikTok videos of the most insanity produced videos that are out there? It's because we're shocked. If you're on the, the way, if you've worked yeah. a hard day and you just want to go have your beer, your Stella Atois, or at the local pub and you pass by an office building and you see, you know, Mel and Harvey on the floor. <laughs> and they did look like a Harvey. <laughs> a Mel and a Harvey, you know, middle-aged men yeah. having sex on an office floor. Wouldn't you be like, what the, it would be like scrolling through TikTok in my mind. And you just are fascinated with this train wreck of a situation that you can't take your eyes off of it. That's yeah, all. I, I see it. I mean, okay, I guess. But I, uh, Blake just put into the chat, some guys get a thrill from the chance of getting caught. And that was one of the things that I wanted to bring up. How about I, fired? How about oh, fired? I mean, <laughs> well, that I is mean, a whole other situation. But I'm all for HR that, is calling them Because it shows HR. their face. Thank you. Yeah, the and video shows their face. The this is in the UK, and we have now got it in LA, California, several time zones away. So yeah. if we know it, I guarantee HR in their remote part of the world has gotten a hold of the video, and they are oh, trash. Sure. They are no, they no longer have this job anymore. And was it really worth it? And by the way, what's the matter with a cool stairwall area or a bathroom stall? Oh, in the Why stairwell. I just, but I wouldn't want to get rug burn. I would be the bottom with my my Giuseppe Zanatti's not my dress shoes that they are wearing in the air and I wouldn't want rug burn <laughs> some sex is worth rug burn okay I'm just putting it out there the people are saying I would stop and check it out obviously as far as like walking by and seeing two people have sex and obviously they weren't too worried about it and clearly they were not because they were right in front of a window and Everybody it's all it. wrong in every oh go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> no, you can say it's all it's all wrong in every way you look at it. So in in response to when you walk by sex and you just can't help, have you ever watched those videos of people having on Pornhub and guys are having okay. sex on the beach? They want to be viewed and caught, and people are walking by, and the, oftentimes there's a crowd that forms around the, the people having sex on the beach, mm -hmm. and it's a whole thing, and they're mesmerized. That's one thing, mm -hmm. but at least they're in a nude beach, and they're getting, and you know, no one's really looking around. There are no cameras. There's, you know, maybe a plane flying by at best, but at your workspace, they say, don't shit where you eat. Don't have, apparently now we have to revise that statement and don't, don't have... know. Maybe they're in a relationship. Me and my boyfriend but and I 
have our side hustle. Our side, we work at the same okay, place. Okay, let's play this out. If okay, let's you, go. Because this, this is sort of a work. You and I are sort of in a work engagement right now, if you yes. will. A very fun oh, one, by the way. Do you want, where we get you to, want have, me to go over here? Yeah, we get to have drinks. Co- <laughs> Joe, your boyfriend right now could be on the floor giving you a blowjob, and it would be oh, totally man. acceptable in our world and our format because why? Our show's called Talk About Gay Sex. So mm-hmm. if you ever want to make that happen, I am mm. here for it. Just put the camera down a couple times so we can get a view like I did with the dog. And then, but we are not in an accounting firm wearing khakis and wearing bad dress shoes and bad sweaters like they are. It's true. I mean. It's a little different. We don't know their situation, though. They could be dating. We know they, they have could... bad sense of fashion, <laughs> and they're having sex on a bad rug. They could and... be boyfriends. All this could be completely above board, and we're making the biggest deal out of it. I don't know. What is Jin saying? Because I see something over there. Jin is saying, <laughs> Jin is saying having, having sex at work is so much fun. Understall sex is so hot. And I could not agree with him more. Understall so, sex is yeah so, in the bathroom, sex, right? Yeah, stall yes. sex is so hot. Ex- back to my point, which I said I love sex in the bathroom stall, Jen. If you're if you're taking numbers, here's the- <laughs> are you going to Jen's job to understall sex with him? If he invites me, I might. Oh, okay. Yeah, watch out for monkeypox. <laughs> He said at the Macy's bathroom at NYC, funny that you mentioned Macy's bathroom. I went to the bathroom in Macy's just, I haven't been to Macy's in Herald Square in forever. And I Mm -hmm. went with my sister and I was thinking about that. And we had a guy on the show that once said back in the day, the way he got away with having sex in Macy's was he got two shopping bags, Macy's shopping bags, and put his shoe, put his feet in both of them so that, and then blew a guy because when they walked by, all you saw was two shopping bags in oh the bathroom. My. You didn't see his feet. That Isn't is that so smart. Clever? <laughs> clever. Not clever. 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 Yeah. Like Erica I... Badu says. Yeah. What are people saying before we move on? I love that song. Um, and James wants Jin to demonstrate understall sex at work. So of I don't know if, J- if James is coming to New York for this uh, demonstration, but we'll see. Um, then Blake says he just checked the video, which I put into the chat. And that's a full on Freddy Krueger <laughs> sweater. <laughs> It's horrible. Horrible, it as we say in New York, horrible. <laughs> it's it's disgusting, and I and that is the worst part of this of this video, honestly, because I'm here it's, for the at work sex. Okay. Yeah, it's really it's nightmare on Elm Street. Teddy says so. Chiro, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there is this TikTok trend. Maybe you want to put it in the feed for people to watch it because they kind of have to hear it. Oh, I'll put yeah. it on tagspodcast.com. There's this really cute guy, and apparently the latest trend is to slap your thighs or make a slapping, clapping sound without your hands. And the way you're doing it is slapping your dick against your thighs back and forth. And the guy doing it, he's cute, right? He's super cute. You do not see it happening, but he he says, oh, hey, guys, it's the latest trend, and here we go. And he puts his hands up up behind his head, and you can tell he's probably naked before. And he starts slapping 
that girthy, which must be a girthy car because it's like slap, slap, slap. Yeah. Right. I, I, I wanted to be slapped by it on my cheeks. <laughs> I would be all about that. And oh, maybe that could be a thing. We can make oh. that a TikTok trend. We can have them slap you in the face with their penis. Oh, that's one of my favorite things. I love. Oh, really? Slapping. Yes. Okay. All right. Let's let's do it. Let's put it on TikTok. Let's do. We we don't want to get banned on that. But the thing, the funny part about the video is, as he's doing it, as he's doing this trend, he's like, "Hey guys, I'm doing the latest trend," and he's slapping away, so his butt's exposed, and the door opens to his bedroom, and his brother walks in on him, and he's like, "Oh my god!" and covers him up, and it's so hilarious what did you think when you saw this i thought it was so funny and i think that it's so and the fact that they posted it it is even more funny because it shows that they don't take themselves too seriously i agree with you that i think that when the slapping sound happened i was like damn this thing is meaty and i am here for it <laughs> meaty and he must have some nice thick quads too i love a good quad moment but then uh, my my brain, my suspicious brain started to work. And I was like, oh, what if he's just playing like the slapping sound from another video and it's not really that thick? So I would well, like we to thought actually try it to on verify. tonight. Well, we thought we'd try it on this show. And so I'm going to demonstrate. No. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to try this. I'm going to try this out and see. And I will report back. Can you do it on your end or have Joe do okay. it? Okay, all right, but I'm gonna turn my camera off though, okay? <laughs> okay, Blake says he loves the wrestling shirt on him. Yum, yeah. yeah. I mean, silly boys doing silly things, stupid pet tricks. I'm here for it. Let's do it. James says, okay, I will have to have some alone time after this show. Yeah, there's lots to talk about. He's a thirst trap, including thirst trap. Uh, when this comes out, we have two minutes to get to this where uh, somebody clocked me. I'm no longer going to say, and I'm glad they did because it's improper English. I used to say our job by straight up gay porn is to descriptively describe. And, and I realized, I don't know why I was saying that to visually describe. Thank you listener for pointing that out. That's a, uh, Okay, I don't think that's alliteration or when you say you know you say the same word twice and I thank them for that. Well, my pick was Theo okay. Brady at the very end, who has this mean look on his face and that fur bro. He's kind of got a twink upper body smooth, but yeah. mine, his legs are thick and his cock is huge with low-hanging balls. I went on his Twitter to follow him a little bit more. And he's, you told me, Cody, that you think he looks like he's going to spit on you and he's rough play. Yeah, oh, for sure. He's going to spit on you, choke you out a little bit. And I'm, I'm all for it. So <laughs> he can spit on me. I'm here for that. I'm, I just stopped at that as I spun the wheel and I was like, oh, yes. Give That's me some the more. Theo Brady. Who does okay. your pick? My vote goes to Michael Boston and Joseph Castlian. Okay. Um, I saw the picture <laughs> in the collage and I knew immediately who I was going to vote for. They're faced away from the camera. They've got those two big, beautiful peaches in the frame and they're both, and then they look in, they're looking at you into the camera like, what do you want to do? And I know I immediately answer of what I want to do. So 
And you get I'm two for, for one. Exactly. It's almost more ass than I can handle, but I can handle it. Let me tell you. Fair okay. Enough. Joe, can we get Joe in the room to weigh in on your response? <laughs> I know he just heard that and he's like, oh, really? <laughs> I love that he's in the other room right now. Um, Blake yeah. says, Lock Rios, since he's in the gym shower, the stuff of fantasies. Gym Ooh. shower stuff is. I am with you. James says, Shane Cook just with like that emoji that's like i'm a loss for words what does teddy say copper copper hand tray i think that was last week was it did we send the wrong link out no i said <laughs> okay but, um you guys look at um also look at uh, luca del rey because luca del rey is that one is hot too Absolutely. And we are out of time, but so much fun. Thank you all for watching live. Were you, were you going to say something, Cody? No, 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 no. Copperhead Trey is on this one, too. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Um, <laughs> you can always follow my co-host uh, co at Mr. Maurice on his Instagram account, or he's a life coach, y'all. Follow him at KMD Coaching. Follow us, too, on every social media platform, the TikTok Instagram is at Tags Podcast. And well, I'm going to continue having fun here in LA and report Yay. back. So you'll see a lot of that stuff on Instagram. And next week, next Tuesday, we are doing our deeper conversation. Enjoy that. If you want, go to patreon.com forward slash tags podcast. Enjoy your Memorial Day weekend. And in the meantime, continue having hot. Gay. Gay sex. sex. Ooh. Yeah.